guys. Welcome to Talking Trading. I'm financial journalist Caroline Stephen. When Louise Bedford started trading the markets, she treasured the sense of autonomy that they gave her. And in MindPower today, she asks you what it is that you prize in life, which motivates you to master the markets. For mentoree Anastasia Benithan, it was also the promise of autonomy. And later in the show, we hear about Anastasia's trading journey. We also hear what fascinates Chris Tate, what he likes to chew over in his mind as he talks about his blog. But first up, we have a wrap of the markets for the week ending the 5th of August with economist and Sky Business News commentator, Jonathan Barrett. Jono Barrett, hello and welcome to Talking Trading. Good morning. Jono, how did the markets close in the US on Friday? Look, it was obviously at the end of the week we had non-farm payrolls. That was a super huge number, as we know, we always focus on it. But that was actually up about 183, and so was the, the other indexes as well. It was, a, it was a good number, and I think it was unexpected that it was that good. It was up about 255,000. We were looking for about 175, quite significant, and I think it sets the trend for things to come. What about the Australian markets? How did they follow? Look, once again, I mean, if you think from last week, um, yeah, where we had that rate cut, um, look, I'd expect the Australian market to have a little bit more of a lift this week. If the international markets are looking a little bit more solid, um, then I think that should give uh, promote a little bit more growth in Australia. Now, remember the RBA um, minutes came out on Friday, and with that, it gave us a sense that they were actually looking for another easing. Um, I know we're getting close to zero, but at the end of the day, um, they're looking to try and lift that inflation a little bit. It's below the targets. It's below their forecasted targets. So I think we're going to see a little bit more loose monetary policy, which at the end of the day should help equities. How are the commodity markets trending? Look, I mean, all the, all the commodity markets are a little bit different at the moment. It's quite interesting. Oil's been under pressure because of the gluts. Uh, iron ore's been moving higher. And, of course, gold has had a terrific move, but that's under pressure also due to the fact that the Fed, we feel, um, you know, might actually just put interest rates up. That's the consensus towards the close of the year. Remember, we thought that that wasn't the case, but now with this unemployment data coming in, it just might be. So what advice would you give to traders and what opportunities are you looking at right now? Look, I think when you, when you look where the markets are, it's a bit tough. I mean, the Dow's you know, obviously in that record area again. So it's always very hard to buy at these levels. You know, when you think that you've got it in the bag, you know, do you take some insurance against it falling? Local market in itself hasn't really moved that much. So perhaps we could see a bit more of a lift if we see the international markets really take off, particularly if the Dow breaks up through the top side, a lot more confidence in the number one global economy, and that should filter through to us. So when I look at it, I think I'd have a look, probably move away from the banking sector, Stick to the mining sector, which is not too bad. Remember, the gold sector's had a very strong rally. And then I think the service sector is something we can also have a good look at. John O'Barrett, always good to talk to you. Thank you for coming on to Talking Trading. Thanks, Caroline. Have a great day. I actually think it's more productive to think about what you prize in life. What do you treasure? What would you be willing to fight to protect? You see, all of the rest of your little decisions in life can drop into alignment once you've made this big decision. Have a think about your personal values. One of the things 
other than my family and friends. One of the things that I prize is autonomy. Making a decision by committee or having to answer to a boss, even in its mildest form, feels to me like I'm weighed down in chains. The trading community that Chris Tate and I birthed so long ago is bigger than us. Our reach expands to span the globe and it has a life of its own. It has evolved significantly since it was first born and it will continue to do so. If you happen to be new to our world, I understand that this may feel like you're a stranger in a strange land. But be patient with yourself, but also get up to speed as fast as you can. There is no time to waste. If you value autonomy and you're sick of working for other people's dreams, you owe it to yourself to investigate trading and to really bring this into significant focus in your life. You see, I know that you will face critics and you will face complainers, but if you listen to them and if you listen to the people trying to drag you down, the negative influences, you will never be able to adjust your life to take on the trading world and live the trader's life. You need to grow a thick skin. You need to strive but learn who to follow and learn to ignore the others. You see, you can either be liked by all or you can be rich. Nobody ever gets to be both. So don't be the biggest person in the room. Don't think that you know it all. That's the total block when it comes to learning, isn't it? Make sure you keep an open heart. But remember, there are no rich critics ever. Strive, grow a thick skin and live the trader's life. What does Chris Tate like to chew over in his mind in his spare time? We find out now. Chris Tate, hello and welcome back to Talking Trading. Hi, Caroline. What are you currently writing about in your blog? That's an interesting question. There's sort of a few themes percolating at present. For some reason, I've become a little bit fixated on the notion of distribution of returns. That is how a trader's account looks. And by that, I mean the notion that people think as a trader, you make money all the time. That's not true. Show me someone who says they make money all the time, and I'll show you a Ponzi scheme or someone who's lying, because that's not the way the world works. We have a a very lumpy profession, as you know. And so I've been looking at how returns work. So how a trader's returns work are little loss, little loss, little win, little loss, little loss, little win, big win. And it's the big win that pays for the year. And so I've been a little bit fixated on the psychology of that and how that works and how people deal with it. That's very problematic for people because when you work for someone, and most people come from working for someone, you get rewarded constantly. Every second Thursday, the cheque appears in the bank account. And you go, ooh, bargain. That's worked. Trading's not like that. You could go months without the cheque turning up. And this presents all sorts of psychological and emotional issues for people. And I find these infinitely fascinating simply because of the notion of identity. When you meet someone at a party, what's one of the first things you say? What do you do? People identify themselves. And in the old days, people's surnames used to identify what they did. Baker was a baker. Smith was a blacksmith. That's just the way it was. And when you move into trading, 
all these things are removed, you don't have that identity. And so, particularly if you've been brought up with one of the religious work ethics, where you think you get rewarded for effort. So when you look at the distribution of returns and you see that you're putting in the same effort, but sometimes you're losing money, sometimes you're making a little bit, sometimes you make a lot, it's enormously confronting for people. And it's something that fascinates me. How do people get involved in your blog? Uh, you simply go to traininggame.com.au, look up the top, and it will say blog. Anastasia Benith and did the mentor program in 2015. We talked to her today about her trading journey so far in the markets, what she's learnt, and the cost of getting a good education. Anastasia Benith and hello and welcome to Talking Trading. Hi, Carolyn. How are you? Very well, Anastasia. We are going to be focused on your trading journey at the moment. You were a mentoree of 2015. Anastasia, why did you decide to trade the markets? It's one of those things that, um, you know, having worked at a senior level in the public sector um, in a former life and then for the last well, 17 years have been in private enterprise, that I guess I've always wanted to train the, trade the markets but never really sort of could nail why I wanted to do it. But it's really about not having any third-party um, influences in, in the whole trading process. It's you and the market and it, there can be no other interference with that. And I think that is really what I probably like, along with obviously the, the autonomy and the flexibility that, you know, it's, it's up to me in terms of what happens. So, you know, that was very much the, I guess, the realisation, this is why I want to do this. What trading lessons have been the most valuable to you in the mentor program and why? Realising that I'd been trading with half a half a trading plan. <laughs> so <laughs> bearing in mind, like, for, you know, I've, I've wanted to trade the markets for 20 years. However, um, and, and look, you know, I've endeavoured to educate myself. Like, I've always read a lot. I had done, you know, online courses. I had been to TAFE. I'd done all of those sort of things. So it's not as if I, you know, obviously when I first started out, oh, yeah, I can do this, get an online platform and place a couple of trades. And so, you know, obviously I've made all the necessary mistakes that um, I think we all make as, as um, you know, when we first, you know, sort of engage the market. But when I did the mentor program, it was realising that, yes, I was trading with half a trading plan because there was some fundamental elements there that um, I hadn't picked up in, in all the work that I'd done prior to that. So, yeah, that was probably the main thing. What made you decide to do the mentor program? Well, you know, there's there's a couple of things probably, but you know, one, you know, if you do read a lot and and you you look at successful people, they all say the same thing: find some mentors that have been successful and emulate them. And and in in most businesses or, or um, pursuits that you undertake, it's very rare that you will get people that are willing to share their intellectual property and their wisdom and and what have you. So. You know, part of the mentor program was about sort of, okay, these guys have been successful, you know, they've written books and, you know, they obviously know what they're doing. So that was very much part of, you know, that process. But at some point, you know, I knew I was spinning my wheels. I knew that even though I was engaging with Mark and I was placing trades and I had a trading plan, I knew that there had to be more than that. So that was part of it. What did you like about the mentor program, Anastasia? 
Well, look, I probably when I signed up, I didn't actually appreciate what I was getting access to. Um, because once you've signed up and you've become, you know, you and and you know, obviously it's up to the individual. You will get out of it what you put into it. And so, if you don't put in the time, you're not going to get back from it. But what I have really loved is that you suddenly become part of this mental program family. And, you know, obviously you have access to Chris and Louise in terms of their intellectual property and they, they are, they're short-circuiting your learning in terms of, you know, giving you access to years of experience. But you're also getting access to other mentors as well who, you know, they, they did it 10 years ago or five years ago. And because within the trading environment there is no competition, they are very quick to share their, their learnings. And you know, that is just so beautifully refreshing because whatever pursuit you undertake, it's usually competition and, and information is, is power and that's your edge. With the mental program, that's, that's not there. And it's just so nice to know that you can go onto the forum and, and find out information Likewise, with the, the whole structure that's been set up with the mental program, it, it is set up for you to be successful because, you know, you've got the alumni after you've done the mental program. So if you're having trouble with, with any aspect, you can just go through the, the alumni and, and search all the, the, um, the, the threads and then you can find the answers that you need. So, you know, they really have set out a framework that, guarantees your success if you engage with it. Now, you have been trading a long time. What's been the lowest and hardest point so far for you in your trading journey? You know, obviously, we've all got our horror stories in terms of, you know, trades that, you know, blew up and, and what have you. So, you know, I consider them to be, you know, the, the cost of tuition. Um, but that, that hardest part was... I guess having done the mental program and then repeating it again this year is realising the the cost of a lack of good education has cost in terms of that financial independence and that is very much probably the hardest. When I look back at the 20 years and and because what I was doing, I was trying to trade on the side of, of other professional endeavours, whether it was our business or my career or what have you. So, yes, this year it's been looking back and realising that, yes, this lack of information and education and what it's cost me financially in terms of my independence would be the hardest moment. What's been the best experience for you so far in the markets? Oh, look, I'd have to say it's when you have that aha moment when your little chart starts singing to you. You know, I had been looking at the charts and, and looking at thinking, okay, there has to be a secret here in terms of entry. Like I, mm. I'd nailed the position sizing, I'd nailed the, 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 the back end of it, you know, probably the, the important part I'd probably nailed in terms of the psychology and what have you. But I kept looking at charts thinking there's got to be a secret here in terms of the entry. And so it's only been in the last six weeks where I've had an aha moment that, yeah, that's it. So that was probably the best moment. What advice would you give to new, new, new traders? The advice would be what the cost of, of, of not having a good education in terms of your trading will cost you in the long term. That would probably be the, the most important piece of advice I would give to anybody. And I think that's the sad part. Once you start engaging and saying, well, okay, you know, you go online and you start looking for 
for information about how to trade and what have you and, and the way the search engines cookies work and they track your, your, your searches, you suddenly start getting bombarded with, you know, spruiking of, you know, trading solutions that, you know, no no effort but, you know, you can make, you know, millions of dollars and, and what have you. And with the – I think sometimes the mental programs offerings get lost in, in that noise. So – it is about sort of, you know, getting access to the right information. What reassurance would you give someone who's thinking about getting involved in the mentor program? Look, the mentor program, you know, firstly, it, it's authentic. Um, in terms of the, the content, the, the information that you're provided with, it is, it is genuine. Likewise, Chris and Louise's commitment to wanting to see their mentors succeed. They are genuine in that. Um, once again, it's up to the individual. If you don't engage and don't participate and don't do not do the, the, the hard yards in terms of, you know, going through the mentor program and putting the time in, but honestly it is that, that um, authentic and genuine commitment to their mentorees and would say to anybody, look, it's definitely well worth the investment. Anastasia Benaith, and thank you for your time and coming on to Talking Trading. Caroline, it's been my pleasure. Thank you. You've been listening to TalkingTrading.com.au with Caroline Stephen. Make sure you are subscribed to this website to receive the very latest market views, commentary and expert opinion. Tune in next week as we've got a bumper show planned. Bye for now. The views represented on Talking Trading are general in nature and do not take into account your objectives, financial situation or needs. Before acting on any of the information, consider its appropriateness in regard to your own situation. Want to know the hottest sectors in the Aussie market? Now's your chance. Download my free Hot or Not special report from tradinggame.com.au slash hot or not. That website again, tradinggame.com.au slash hot or not.